morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. It's not Monday, it's Thursday. And Andy's gone. Yes. He's um, on a golf uh, weekend. It's a uh, bachelor bachelor party. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Andy. So thanks for uh, filling in today. I texted him late last night just to see how things were going so far. It sounds like they're behaving themselves. They got in safe and sound. That's all I've heard. I knew they were uh, in a uh, layover oh. in Savannah. Oh, okay. So, but that's good. If you're going to be in a, on a layover. Savannah's not too bad. Yeah. I've got a dear friend heading to Savannah this weekend. That must be the place to be. I know several other people going there today, yeah? too. Yeah? Nice. Uh, actually, Spring Arbor University is having uh, a retreat, so there's quite a few Jackson oh, people wow. going, going down there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, snow. <laughs> Here we have another snowstorm. It's our uh, third week in a row, and it's not being called a snowstorm. It's uh, just snow. Yeah. Uh, two to four inches of snow expected. We have a 100% chance of that happening uh, tonight. Uh, in fact, we do see uh, areas to our east or to our south and to our west with uh, winter weather advisory. Sillsdale County has a weather yeah. advisory. They could get uh, up to five inches along the border. I heard a term or a phrase that I haven't heard in a while, polar vortex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sounds like that might be coming with some of that snow. Mm -hmm. My toes are like perpetually cold. I need warm weather. Good news, uh, March arrives next week. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Look, what is it, in like a lion, out like a lamb? In, yeah, that's March, in yeah. like a lion, out like a lamb. Yeah, let's like, do it. Yeah, we're going in like a lion. Yeah. Cold weather um, this weekend. Uh, last night was the uh, Chamber Night of Distinction. They uh, finally gave the awards uh, at the Michigan Theater and a very toss. We'll have um, some photos and coverage later today during the nice. afternoon show. Yeah, very were you there? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not count as the distinguished yet. Uh, not yet. <laughs> did you go? Yes, it was very nice. How was it? Perfect. They did a great job. Yeah? yeah. Did you get an award? No. What? No, and everyone uh, that got awards uh, we've known for a couple months. Sure. Yeah, Joe Sharp was the small business uh, person of the year. He's such a great guy. Yeah. I love Joe. He actually won two awards. Yeah? He won the uh, Ambassador of the Year Award. Nice. Yeah. Who else were some of the big winners? Uh, the Brick Awards were for uh, Andy's Place. Oh, nice. Yeah. And for uh, Excel Staffing. Beautiful. They've yeah. done a great job, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our chamber is so robust. It's a great yeah. organization. Terry Ogg uh, received the Athena Award. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of nice awards. Well, of course, the whole country uh, is concerned today about the invasion that occurred last night of Ukraine by uh, Soviet troops. And already this morning, it's afternoon in Ukraine, uh, we're hearing reports of uh, casualties, including civilians who have died. And both um, our Michigan senators, uh, Gary Peters, and uh, Debbie Stabenow uh, released statements this morning, and they both mentioned uh, that there are nearly 40,000 Michigan, U Ukraine, uh, people from Ukraine. Yeah. They live in Michigan, 40,000. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. And probably some in our audience this morning. So well, I can't my heart, imagine what they're going through. I can't either, and it just seems like um, at this point in time, in, in what will one day be history, we would be beyond this kind of, you know, like mass violence and um, I don't know, dictatorship and just, I, I just, I don't understand it. I don't know. It's my heart breaks. 
Yes, uh, some are uh, comparing his actions to those of Hitler and think about what um, people of uh, our generation and yours have said, well, wh why didn't the world do more about Hitler yeah. at the time? Right, right. Well, here it is, what are we doing? Well, I mean, what comes next isn't gonna be pretty. No, it's not, it's, um, yeah, who knows, but it's not, it's, it's bad, unfortunately. Uh, sanctions right now is all that's happening. The president has uh, pledged that we are not going to go to war against Russia. That would be horrible, but what's happening now is horrible as well. So hopefully, hopefully cooler heads will prevail. Yes. And um, yeah. Well, and I'm, you know, I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but good vibes and prayer, you know, really go mm -hmm. a long way. And those people need prayer and f just for peace across that whole region. Mm -hmm. It's just terrible. Yeah, it's really, it's, you know, little school children uh, just being dragged out of bed and thrown in the car and the people are leaving. Playing. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. Well, we um, continue to monitor the pandemic. Things yep. are getting better here in Jackson. So Yesterday, just 15 new cases. Yeah. So We're following that ebb and flow of what mm -hmm. this virus is probably going to look like for us for a bit still. Yeah. The um, state numbers are going down too. We're uh, averaging about uh, 1,300 cases a day. And that's the lowest since August 18. So keep our fingers crossed. Vaccinations have they've <laughs> slowed to a uh, complete uh, stop. What's our percentage? Do we know that? Well, in okay. Jackson County, somebody asked me yesterday, uh, uh, we're just under 60%, 59.5%. Of okay. 59.7% of people five and over are termed fully vaccinated, and that term includes the booster. Okay. So um, uh, nationally, 76% uh, have received at least one shot, 65% are fully vaccinated, but okay. people aren't getting um, vaccinated anymore. It's slowed to a crawl. Hmm. Hmm. So. Uh, I know you like to go to uh, Marshall. Has a lot of shops down there. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, Win Schuler's announced. Have you ever stayed at the hotel that's above Win Schuler's? No. No. Yeah. Well, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> what if I said yes? <laughs> well, then you'd be really old, because it's um, been 50 years plus since you could actually stay above Win Schuler's restaurant. Okay. There it is today, or, uh, you know, last year. Yeah. But they announced yesterday they're going to put apartments and <gasps> five hotel rooms nice. up above. Nice. Oh, that'll be so cool. That's what it looked like back in the day. Nice. And it was it was a popular place. People yeah. stayed there. Oh, I love that. Um, it's been a minute. We had a, um, oh, that's going to be so nice. You know, everybody wants that walkability, you know, that downtown urban experience. And Marshall's kind of the best of both worlds because mm -hmm. you're, you know, you're a little rural and out there by yourself, but it's got a, such a beautiful downtown and yeah. thriving businesses. We um, had a realtor event there just before COVID that was lovely. And then um, Kerwin and I did Easter there one year, just oh, yeah. Easter brunch. And they had the Easter bunny come around and stop at each table and give you a little Easter basket. It was so cute and quaint. They do a really nice job. Are you ready for Easter yet? It's coming. Lent starts next week. What are you going to give up? Uh, I have a whole week to decide. But um, I'm not going to make the same mistake I did, uh, I think, three years ago. I gave up um, all foods that start with the letter P. And I picked it at random. <laughs> 
turns out there's a lot of food that begins with the letter P. What did you miss the most? Pizza. Oh. Yeah. Do you peanut butter? Potato chips. Oh, potato chips. Yeah. But oh. I kind of cheated because I didn't call potato chips potato chips. You just come chips. Chips. Oh. Yeah. yeah God, you can't fool God, Bart. He knows. No. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get past pizza, though. Oh. But. That's too bad. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna give anything up. This year, I'm going to. I'm committing to reading the Book of James. Oh wow! Yeah. That's a big one. I don't know, <laughs> but a friend of mine um, uh, is doing it, and she inspired me to do it. So I'm going to do it along with her. But I had a friend who is Jewish years ago, and she found. You know, they have their own version of um, the, the Old season. Testament. Yeah. The, but the season, oh, you know, like mm, right. atonement. Passover. Yeah, Passover. Yeah. And um, we were talking about it, and she, she suggested um, reading one psalm every day. And so I did that, and it was amazing. Like, over the course of that 40 days, I don't know, I just I felt different. I felt better, probably better than if I'd given up everything that started yeah. with P. Well, that's the thing. Um, a lot of people suggest not, think, not giving up something, but taking on something, yeah. doing something extra for people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that I think that's more rewarding all the way around. Better for you and better for your community. So. Andy actually left us some Easter treats. Yeah? Yeah. Brandon, can you grab those? Um, he knows uh, we like to talk about food on the morning show. Yeah, we do. And he is, of oh, course, stars. a uh, big fan <laughs> oh of uh, Fruity Pebbles. Where did he find this? So they've actually crammed oh, yeah. fruity pebbles into uh, chocolate Easter eggs. Oh my gosh! And then a white chocolate Easter bunny. I thought it was going to be Fred Flintstone. It's not. It's a, <laughs> it's a white Easter bunny with fruity pebbles inside. Mm -hmm. Well, if you got the munchies, it seems like this might hit the spot. It sounds disgusting. It does to me too. I'm glad yeah. you said that. Sorry, Andy. Yeah. It's too sugary. I thought for sure this was going to be is it real or not real. I thought maybe you makeshifted these. <laughs> No, in fact, unfortunately, um, they are real. Yeah? Yeah. You gonna try one? You know, the mashups of the cereal and candy. Cereal already is candy. Yeah, pretty it much. really is. Do your kids um, eat candy? Candy? Yeah, or, or I mean uh, candy cereal. No. Sugar cereal. They don't. No. I mean, we have Cinnamon Toast Crunch in the house maybe like once a month, mm -hmm. you know, if we're running really late, but they've never been big cereal people. But I do think it does start with a P. Pebbles. Pebbles. I couldn't have it. I wouldn't do that. Some people actually put sugar on I sugar know, cereal. So gross. Yeah. What cereal did you eat growing up? Uh, sugar smack. You did. <laughs> <laughs> well, they caught, actually, Kellogg's was honest in their um, yeah, that's product. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Sugar smacks, uh, sugar pops. Yeah. It's like, it's sugar. It's sugar, Mom. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. My mom used to make us, um, she, she thought she was being healthy, and we'd get Total. You remember <laughs> yeah, Total? Total. But, I mean, we'd just, like, take the whole sugar thing out and just, mm -hmm. I mean, it looked like it had snowed <laughs> on top of these until it was edible for us. Yeah. Uh, we um, continue to follow the uh, adventures of Florida Man, and uh, today we get word from uh Brevard County Sheriff's Office, a uh, True Valley Hardware Store, a gentleman, Florida man, um, there he is uh, with a crossbow. He actually stole that by stuffing it down his pants. Stop it. Yes. Those pants don't look big enough. <laughs> no, they're sweatpants, you know, and they do expand to accommodate uh, shoplifting. But this guy actually, he, had, he walked in with a cane as a distraction. Uh, this is how big a, f this is what a crossbow looks like. 
That is crazy. And he yeah. got out the door with it? Out the door. Like the, no, yeah. no bells went off, no buzzers, no ringers. How no. is that not like safety protected? And True Value reports, well, you know, yes, we did have the crossbow. We actually have had two crossbows stolen. What? So the guy apparently was on his second trip of crossbow theft, but. And, and they were both Florida men that did it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always Florida men. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a baseball fan? Sure. <laughs> there might not be a baseball season. Oh. Yeah, the Major League Baseball and the baseball players. At odds, the union. Okay. Yeah. Everybody just needs to stop. The world is too heavy, has got too much going on. Figure it out. People want their baseball. It's, I mean, isn't it almost time for the Five days. opening day? Five days. Like, we need one more letdown, one more disappointment, one more trivial thing to be stressed about. They have five days to come to a term to get the opening um, day started on March 31st. So we've got a whole, right. a whole month. All right. We'll but, pull it together. Yeah. But it's, it's all about money, of course. Oh, well, figure it out. Figure it out. If they go on strike, I will never go to another game. And that one ticket a year will, or one <laughs> ticket every 10 years will hurt Major League Baseball. <laughs> never say never. Uh, are you an art fan? Sure. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Anna Leporskaya? She painted um, something called Three Figures back in the 30s. Okay. It was in, a, um, in, in Russia in an in a, uh, art gallery. And it was famous for having three figures. They have no eyes. On the left is the original. And a bored security guard at the art gallery Stop it. drew eyes True, you fixed it. You lie. <laughs> no. It, this painting worth $1.4 million is now worthless. He destroyed it. Oh, my painting. stars. Yeah. This happened in Russia? In Russia. Well, clearly, yeah. not yeah. a whole lot of good things going on <laughs> over there. Good God. Did he get fired? Uh, it doesn't say, but I bet he He has. might have had, like, both of his hands chopped off in Russia. Who well, knows? in Russia, he's, yeah, he's probably in the, uh, probably drawing circles on uh, eyes <laughs> in uh, the, uh, where is it, way up north? The, uh, I don't know what you're. Gur the Gurag. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> I just want to say that my children were nowhere near that museum when it happened. <laughs> That's something I would have done. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like something one of my two eyes? daughters might have done. They needed the eyes. Uh, what else is happening in the world? What are you drinking today? Water. Oh. You know, I have not had an iced tea in two weeks. Um, is it the caffeine you uh, drink the tea for? I don't know. <clears throat> I just love iced tea. I always have my aunt mm. always drink it, and I just thought, as soon as I'm old enough, that's what I'm going to you know, drink is it, every day. Is it and sweet tea? No, no, uh. no, 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 no. I would spit that right back out at you. Are you drinking for the caffeine? Well, I didn't think so until I am not drinking it now. <laughs> and then I think I needed more of that caffeine than I thought. I've never had a cup of coffee. I've always been a spaz, so I never thought I needed it. But I think I might have just been substituting. Well, now Hostess has uh, donuts. They've uh, loaded their little donuts uh -huh. with caffeine. What? Yes. <laughs> their Hostess Boost. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. Was it got, like, Red Bull in it or something? It has uh, about... 70 milligrams of caffeine. Oh. 
my yeah. stars. As if they weren't bad enough for you already? That's not, uh, I, I guess if you want to just do away with the coffee and just choke down one of these. Oh, and look at the names, chocolate mocha and uh, caramel macchiato, macchiato. Macchiato. Would you try it? No. You wouldn't even take a bite just for curiosity? No, and you know, I think they, they've made the donuts too fancy. <laughs> they just need to be, you know, brown and white. Yeah, that's true. Just that's brown true. and white. Flavors, brown and white. Yeah. Just mm. go back to basics, people. Mm. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, we're getting closer to St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Yes. Uh, do you have uh, any St. Patty's Day traditions? No, you know, we wear something green, look for people to pinch <laughs> if they're not wearing green. Maybe a green beverage at some point during the oh, day. Oh, yeah, that's popular. How about you? Uh, box lunch from uh, Catholic Charities. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. We do that every year here at JTV, and we're suggesting you order yours now because they only are going to make so many, and when they're gone, they're gone. And what's cool this year, St. Patrick's Day is actually on a Thursday, so you'll be picking up the box luncheons uh, from, they're going to uh, be assembling them at Gene Davis. Okay. Thanks, Gene Davis. Yeah. And they are going to um, just hand them, you pull up, they hand them to you, you pay for them, you, you order them ahead of time, and you get uh, all kinds of great things. It comes with uh, top quality, uh, I think, Cy Ginsberg corned beef. Oh. And Swiss on a, a sandwich, freshly baked cookie, homemade coleslaw, potato chips, and a pickle. Call Isaac at 262-0466 and place your order, 15 bucks, and it helps uh, all the programs of Catholic Charities. Nice. Yeah. I love Catholic Charities. They do. I, I don't think people understand that their reach is very broad. <laughs> you don't have to be Catholic to call on mm -hmm. Catholic Charities. Um, they want to help everybody and anybody that they can. So. They do. They yeah. do a great job. So enjoy a box lunch and help others. Yeah. Uh, brokerage House, you had your new um, realtor on our show yesterday. Yes. Well, how did yeah. you like Darren? He's great. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. seems like he's got a lot of um, knowledge about, um, well, all the things he did in New York, helping yeah. people uh, stage or get their place ready to sell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was texting him saying, you know, don't be nervous. Bart's great. Just have a nice conversation. Well, he's been on Bravo. Um, some of their real estate shows. Mm -hmm. um, he's done a couple of other different things. And he, so he's like, oh, I got this. It's I was like, of course. <laughs> he's just smooth as silk. But I think he's going to be a really great energy um, here in town. And he just bought a historic home mm -hmm. on Washington that they're redoing. So I'm hoping t people will get an opportunity to kind of watch that progress as he restores it. Yeah, maybe we'll find uh, him on where we live yes. once he's all done. Yes, yeah. yeah. Darren, come on. Let's get it signed up. He might need uh, for his uh, sun porch or his patio out back an awning. And today's show being brought to you by yes. Addison Awning. Perfect. This locally owned company, yep. and they've been around uh, for decades and decades and decades. And they're going to be at the home and garden show this weekend. I know nice. you're going to go by. I am going to go by. Uh, it's ladies' night on Friday. That's what Andy said. I'm going to try yeah. to cruise over there. Yep. They've got uh, chocolates, uh, wine, and Magic Mike. So, magic, no, Mike, no magic Mike, what? Oh. <laughs> 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 I was almost all my favorite things. No, I've never seen that movie. Have you? No. You have, haven't you? No, I have not. not <laughs> Noah has. Noah, Noah has. Noah, have you seen Magic Mike? Yeah. I think there's two magic. thumbs up. <laughs> the second one. Oh, there's okay. two. What's the second one called? Magic Mike. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. It's not. <laughs> 
I'm glad our, the know. viewers can't hear what you know. said. Actually, um, it might be called that. I, I don't know. Well, going back to the awnings, you know, I mean, they do a lot of great work for clients of mine. But my favorite thing is um, their boat canopies yeah. and boat covers. They are incredible. So, yeah, check them out. Mm -hmm. Well, we've got the uh, scores from last night, high school sports, the Extreme Dodge Jackson County scoreboard being brought to you by Extreme Dodge, where every day new Jeeps, Dodge, Chryslers, uh, Rams, all arriving, new selection every day. And we had uh, boys basketball last night, some really great games, close games too, Vandercook Lake over Grass Lake, 63 to 58, the Jayhawks 16 and one, and this was a road win. So they've got at least a share of the Cascades Conference title. Jermaine Buckner had 21 points to Marion Smith, 13 and eight rebounds. Napoleon over East Jackson, 83-57. Zach Johnson had 23 points. Grant Bradley, 19 for Napoleon. They're 15 and two. Hanover Horton in overtime over Michigan Center, 65 to 63. Great game. Both teams are uh, doing well, nine and eight. Uh, for Hanover Cardinals, 11 and 6. Carson Sanders, 32 points. Wow. Yeah. I've never scored 32 points at anything collectively. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. And uh, Hillsdale Academy over Jackson Christian, 55 31. One girls game, Springport, 58. Quincy, 41. And hockey, Jackson United over Ann Arbor Huron. Unbelievable. Yay. Six, six, nothing. A shutout. Wow. Jackson United broke a seven-year playoff win drought with a win in the Division I Regional at Brighton. Cougar Fagan scored a pair of goals. And Aiden Chapel, Carson Lisinski, Trevor Huttenlocker, and Jake Bishop each scored one goal in the win. Easton Craig earned the shutout in net for Jackson United. So they'll now face Brighton on Saturday at Kensington Valley Ice House in Brighton in the semifinal round. Wow. And the, the game of Grand Rapids Forest Hills and Grand Rapids Catholic last night at the uh, Optimist Ice Arena, Lumen Christie is going to face the winner of that game, East Grand Rapids, at 5 o'clock Saturday at Optimist Ice Arena. And then the semifinal winners will meet 6 p.m. on Tuesday. Also. Uh, at Optimus Dice Arena. So good luck to nice. Jackson United and Lumen Christie in this postseason. On deck today, we just have uh, girls basketball. Uh, a lot of games, the Grand wow. Lake uh, Big 8 crossover, uh, Big 8 Cascades crossover. We've got uh, Grass Lake uh, at seven, Columbia, Lenaway Christian, Homer at Napoleon, Quincy at Concord. Uh, East Jackson hosts the Big 8 crossover, Hanover Horton hosts Big 8 crossover, and Jackson Christian at Pittsford, 7.30. So there you go. Uh, Busy we'll have, time. Yeah, we'll have results uh, later today and tomorrow online and here on JTV. Awesome. So, uh, did you bring any guests today or do I we did. have to show them? Oh, good. Who do we have? I did. We've got all kinds of great people. We have um, Dr. Matt Betke mm -hmm. uh, and we have um, Rachel from the Chamber and Scott Vitale coming up. So a busy day. It's an awesome show. Great to have you with us today. The morning show being brought to you by the Pick Center and Matt Badke joins us after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together.
Next on the morning show, we're uh, happy to welcome back uh, one of our great experts who's been with us for the two years of this pandemic, the chair of the science department at Jackson College, Dr. Matthew Badke. Matt, welcome back. Good morning. Two Good morning. years, can you believe it? I, I can't. <laughs> I would not have thought that it would still be going on, but here we are. Well, you mentioned something just before we went live that I hadn't even heard of yet. We have a new variant. What, do, what is it? Going we back? do, we do. So it's it's kind of a, a sub-variant of Omicron. So we're all familiar with Omicron that has caused the spread that we've seen and that huge uptick that's that's finally on the way down now. So we've seen cases dropping by about 60 to 70% in most places, which is really good. But now we're starting to see the second variant, which is similar to Omicron. Seems like it spreads maybe a little bit better 30% better, the, the data suggests. Uh, but again, not something that people need to be, you know, getting really concerned about. I think it's going to be about the same as far as hospitalizations and things like that. People that are vaccinated are still going to be well protected, especially against severe disease. Uh, but just something to, to pay attention to that we are going to see these new variants continuing to pop up from time to time. A uh, big part of public health is uh, forecasting and, and, and predicting, and yeah. that's been really a, a tough job. It's, it's been wrong yeah. most of the time, let's be honest, yeah. Uh, people have tried, but, you know, one thing that I think the only thing is it's been very unpredictable. And when people have tried to say, here's, what we, we, here's what's going to happen, uh, most of the time that has not happened. So I think the only thing we can certainly say is that uh, it's not going to completely go away. Um, it's not uh, like six months from now, this is going to be just completely gone. But I think we're going to get to a place where, again, you know, uh, as once we get to a point where the, the youngest can be vaccinated, uh, then, you know, people can make that choice whether they want to do that or not. Uh, we know the significance of vaccination and how much that reduces your risk of severe disease. And so for most people, it will become, you know, another one of those diseases that's in the background uh, that we deal with and you know, people get influenza and people get colds and people will get whatever the variant of COVID-19 is at that time. It's the fatigue, everyone's, it's, people are just tired. And right. So we're seeing, I think the result of the, the fatigue, uh, we're letting our foot off the gas, uh, relaxing restrictions, mask standards, California today, yep. no more masks. Yep. Uh, are we letting our are we are we letting our guard up too soon? I think it's this is a tough one. I mean, I really see both sides of um, the. I can see an argument for keeping the mandates in place. Um, I can see an argument for you know recognizing the unanticipated effects of having everybody wear masks, and and I think that especially in schools and places like that, there's pretty good evidence that it is having an impact. You know, kids are not able to see people talking and uh, there's mental health impacts from that. And so I can see both sides. I guess where I would come down is I would have preferred if places would have waited until our youngest kids can be vaccinated. Um, I have a four-year-old who's gonna be, you know, turning five in May. Um, and so those, Younger kids still don't have an opportunity to be vaccinated. Um, folks that are immunocompromised, uh, you know, still don't have the ability to have a strong immune response. So there are still those that are vulnerable. Um, and so again, I, if it was me, I would have probably waited until 
that vaccine is approved for the youngest folks, but, but this is one that I can really see both sides of the argument. How young uh, will eventually a vaccine uh, be available for? I think right now the Pfizer trial is going down to six months. Mm -hmm. Okay, so and it just so. becomes a part of your vaccination I think it will be. Plan I think, for I, a, new, a yeah. child. I think it will eventually be, and, and they'll have to get dialed in. Again, is it a one shot? Is it a two shot? Yeah. Do we need a booster? There's evidence that uh, came out just recently that suggested that if you've had a booster shot, there's a good likelihood you won't need one for many years probably. Oh, really? Oh. So that, that was looking at the immune response that people get and it seems like you might be pretty well protected even if there's some more variants that come about. Wow. Again, there's only, you know, there's only so much change that the virus can make. And so if you have a immune response that's sort of you know, attacking various places in the virus, even if it changes over here, you still have you know, protection from antibodies binding to other places. So um, I think that, again, you know, maybe it will be every couple years, maybe it will be every year. It will really depend on, you know, does, is it like influenza where influenza is changing every year and so we need to kind of monitor what's coming and then try to adjust it based on that. I think we'll have the ability to do that eventually, but it's still a little bit early for that stuff. How are things at the college specifically? Well, I think we're dealing with the same issues that most places are with this, which is trying to understand you know, at what point do we start relaxing some of the, the rules that we've had? You know, we have, we installed a, a checkpoint where everybody comes through and they, they get kind of checked out by security folks and they get their temperature taken and things like that. And so there's some discussions now about, you know, when do we dial that back? When is it appropriate to start having a little bit less, uh, you know, daily checkpoints, daily health screenings that have to be done, things like that. And so I think you know, we're, we're working through it and trying to figure out what an appropriate timeline is. And I think as long as cases remain low and we don't see another uptick, I think that we'll, we'll start relaxing some of those uh, things as we go into the summer, probably. Nice. We don't uh, really know how many people, though, are, uh, are, are sick because of the home testing. That um, data is never reported as part of statistics with the government. Yeah, there's no way for right? that to happen. Right, is it? right. Well, no, and I think it's, yeah, I mean, we, just like everybody else probably, we ordered our, our free uh, home, home tests. Um, and again, the question is, you know, what's the, is there a lot of value in that considering, you know, if I go to my kid's school and say that this was negative or whatever, that doesn't really get me anything. Um, if I, you know, again, it, the college has said that that's not going to count. You know, you have to come in and actually get a PCR test. So, I mean, I guess for your own understanding and knowledge, uh, yeah. there's there's a benefit there. But um, yeah, I so I don't know. And, and the accuracy of those is still a little bit, I think, skeptical about how accurate they are sometimes. Yeah. Plus, uh, there's so much human error that can be involved right. with those if you tests. Don't, if you don't do it right, yeah. if you don't collect their sample correctly. Right. Yeah. Well, it's especially um, at Jackson College where a lot of your students are, are only there for a year or two before they transition to what comes next. You've got students that don't remember life before COVID. Yeah, well, I mean, I look at I look at my son, who's four, yeah. and like he just gets up and puts his mask on. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like he doesn't even. 
there's not even a, a thought of what what the day is like you know without that which is which is good in a sense that I don't have to worry Fighting. too much about yeah. them doing it and fight with them about it but at the same time it is kind of crazy to think about that you know as as far back as he can remember I mean since he was two you know everybody's been putting masks on and and dealing with this isolation and so yeah. it is kind of crazy when you start thinking about the time Dr. So, Matthew Bakhti is with us science chair at Jackson College more with Dr. Bakhti after this Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Dr. Matthew Bagke with us from Jackson College. We're early talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, the um, the rate of vaccination is just uh, it's like zero. Uh, very few people are getting stagnant, vaccinated. Stagnant, yeah, yeah, stagnant. Mm -hmm. um, but there are other company uh, companies that are continuing. People are continuing to work on on new vaccines, right? Sure. I mean, there's there's probably over a hundred in the pipeline of oh, development. Wow. Uh, the the big thing about the the new vaccine that was approved is it's uh, more of a traditional type of vaccine. So it's how vaccines traditionally were made. And as you, you've seen with the delay in that one coming out, that process takes longer than the RNA virus that was used uh, for the initial Pfizer uh, shot. But the, the, the nice thing about this one is that uh, the RNA vaccines require very, very low temperatures. So they have to be incredibly cold, yeah. uh, which in many parts of the world, it's really difficult to keep a vaccine that cold for that long to ship it and all that stuff. These do not have that heat sensitivity that the RNA vaccines do. And oh, so nice. the uh, I think people are encouraged because this would be a vaccine that would be much easier to get out to uh, more rural parts of the world. Uh, when you look at uh, you know many of the countries in Africa, uh, they've probably got 10 to 15 percent of their population has been vaccinated. So oh, wow. there's still a huge uh, number of people there. Um, and I think you know, one of the things I've mentioned before when I've been on is that you know, we do need to be paying attention to the rest of the world here because uh, we can't just say, well, you know, the U.S. is 70 percent vaccinated or whatever. So uh, we're good because if the virus is still spreading in other parts of the world, that means that there's still replication going on. There's opportunities for those new variants to pop up, which kind of keeps this whole thing going. So the quicker we can get 70% of the world vaccinated, the, the less likelihood we're gonna see these new variants popping up all the time. Nice. Are you at the college, are we seeing um, students take an interest in the healthcare field? Because I'm, I'm concerned about our healthcare workers. You know, they're, you talk about COVID fatigue. I mean, they're, they're just, they're worn out, they're tired. And a lot of them are leaving the industry, leaving really great opportunities um, for careers open in places that maybe they wouldn't have been a couple of years ago. Are we seeing an interest in the sciences at all? Yeah, I think we're definitely, uh, you know, we have a, a tremendous number of different programs depending on students' interests, uh, you know, whether they're talking about uh, sort of medical assisting, coder biller sort of things, whether you're talking about, you know, we have a dental program now for people that want to move into that area. Of course, our nursing program. 
uh, you know, which we recently had uh, reaccredited and uh, is doing really well. So nice. I think that there are tons of different opportunities. And uh, part of, I think, what we're trying to do is make sure that we have a way to let students know, kind of, uh, depending on their interests and, and what they're looking at doing, you know, what are some different opportunities if you decide to go this route and get a certificate or a degree or, you know, keep going, uh, you know, moving on to a, maybe a bachelor's in nursing or whatever, yeah. you know, what your, what your different uh, career paths might be. And so, you know, we're doing a lot of outreach. We have a Pathway Showcase coming up, which is a opportunity for different areas of the college to, uh, it was always in person, now, now virtual the last couple of years. Uh, but we have an opportunity to, you know, meet with potential students and uh, tell them more about career opportunities. And, and if you want to go into the sciences or if you want to go into nursing or dental or whatever it is, you know, what you're going to need to do, what kind of classes you can take, what kind of career opportunities. So I think that um, those opportunities are absolutely there. Like you said, there's uh, uh, open spots in our programs right now, and uh, we're just, you know, outreach on the outreach looking for students that are interested and want to learn more about these careers. Nice. It's not too late to go back. Uh, and it's never too late. Start a second career. Yeah. And, and we see a, a lot of the non-traditional students, you know, decided, you know, I was working a job, I was really unhappy yeah. um, with the potential for uh, earning a, a, a living wage, if not more, uh, in the nursing field, uh, the opportunity to help people. I think you see, um, we have a lot of students that are going back and, and deciding that that's really where their passion is, which is great. It is great. We are always grateful for your time and uh, your expertise. Thanks for coming Happy today. Happy to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Dr. Matthew Badke from Jackson College. Stay with us on The Morning Show. The Chamber Connection is up next. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Job of the day presented by Michigan Works Southeast. Today, the Michigan Department of Corrections. Uh, earlier this week, we heard there are over 700 unfilled corrections officers positions in the MDOC right now in the state of Michigan. Many of those right here in Jackson. They have uh, ramped up the incentives to get people on board. Uh, they've got right now an uh, academy underway. The next one is starting this spring. Call, write, email, stop in. They actually uh, appreciate you stopping in, getting uh, information and meeting the team. Corrections is hiring. Visit the job board online at jtv.tv or governmentjobs.com slash careers slash Michigan slash MDOC. Well, we are here with the Chamber Connection, and we've got some of the um, biggest, brightest people in the area with us today. We have Rachel Buchanan with Experience Jackson and Scott Vitale with Rain Productions. Welcome back, both of you. Great. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Mark, how are you? Good. Nice to see you both. I just saw Rachel last night. She was at the yeah. uh, 
Night of Distinction. It How was, was it? It was very distinctive. Yeah. It was great. Started out at the Michigan Theater and then went over to Veritas. And nice. let's just say we ate a little more sushi than we probably should have. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. If that's the worst thing that happened, then yeah. I, I think you guys are okay. The event memory. was nice. Absolutely. We love that setup. So I hope that that may be something that continues. Yeah. Even, so. A new tradition. I hope so. Perfect. Yeah. And Rachel gave a, an award. Mm -hmm. Oh, who did you get to give an award to? Um, well, we give out the Omo Natashi Award oh, yeah. um, in the name of service and Apricot Lane Boutique. I oh, picked that up last night. A beautiful nice. uh, cutting board we were able to give to them in the name of serving. Oh, so lovely. It was a great night. I want to make sure all our viewers know about the best app in Jackson, <laughs> which is your Experience Jackson app. Thank you. I mean, you. if people, if you've not downloaded it yet, you need to. I mean, everything, anything going on in Jackson, super fun events. It's mm -hmm. so interactive. People have got to make sure they get that app. Yep. Did they just, is there anything special they have to do to get it? No, um, it's on the App Store and Google Play and free to download. Our awesome. community calendar is updated every single day. Nice. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, free. We like free. Scott, what's going on in your world? Uh, well, a lot, actually. Um, we are getting ready for, you know, our, our partnership with Experience Jackson and the Chamber. We're bringing in Drew Lynch. Nice. Um, he was the comedian from season 10 on uh, America's Got Talent. He was actually Howie Mandel's Golden Buzzer winner. Oh. Um, and he finished runner-up uh, um, on that season. So nice. we've got him coming in on March 5th, which is, what, next weekend, right? Yeah. Wow. I guess I gotta be, yeah, gotta be ready for that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, and I need to let people know that there is, I think we counted, there was only 28 tickets left oh. for that show out of 1,056. So. And where do they go to get those tickets? MichiganTheater.org. Okay. That's the website. Everything is at the Michigan Theater right now, obviously, because of the weather. Um, so, yeah, we're excited to have him. Excited to have a national uh, comedian coming in and entertaining uh, all of us because we could all use a laugh. I was going to say, nowadays, that laughter right? is the best yeah. medicine. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, um, we have a sold-out show already, uh, which is the Country Cadillac Tour. That is Jamie Johnson and Randy Hauser. Nice. Um, two, it's a co-headlining event. Um, that show sold out in two and a half weeks. Wow. So obviously that's nothing that we can promote and sell tickets to at this point in time. <laughs> but um, there may be a couple at the... Um, the week of the show, the artists typically will hold on to some of their tickets, okay. but then release them last minute. So make sure that uh, anybody that's out there watching um, stays tuned to the Country Boots and Bands um, Facebook page and Instagram page. And then we'll announce that if they do release some of those tickets. And that's so, an acoustic show? Two acoustic shows, yeah, cool. which is great. Um, both very talented singers, um, well-renowned, both, I think... I think, believe Jamie Johnson's been nominated for five Grammys. Nice. Um, so yeah, so that'll that'll be a really cool setting. You know, the theater is a great setting, anyways. Yeah. But acoustically, it's just going to be you know a phenomenal sound in there for that for that nice. show. Uh, and then April 9th. <laughs> yes, we oh. just announced yes. the Queen of wow. uh, Country. Nineteen number one hits. Over 60 awards wow. um, given out. She's coming April 9th. Um, we went on sale last Friday. She's already sold out the lower level. Nice. The lower level balcony is about half left at okay. this point in time. Wow. So she's selling fast. I knew she was a popular artist. Yeah. I just didn't realize how popular and how widespread yeah. her 
uh, crowd goes. Um, we got people coming from all over, which is great for Experience Jackson. Yeah. We're going to be bringing people into Jackson, spending money in the hotels, restaurants. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, couldn't be any more excited to have, you know, the queen herself coming yeah. to downtown Jackson. And that's a full band. Oh, that's a fantastic. full band show. So that's going to be all of her classics, all of the hits, everything that, you know, you could ever ask for. In a I loved the Judds growing up. Did you ever like the Judds, Bart? You know, I, I, I've lo I love the music. Yeah. Uh, I don't follow them that closely. <laughs> yeah. and they've had a long career. Yeah, they really yeah. have. A pretty cool story. Yeah, yeah this, this tour is called her Herstory. Her Story and Hits. I, can, I always oh, say nice. that wrong. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, Herstory. Yeah, Herstory and Herstory. Hits Tour uh, commemorates 30 years of her being a solo artist. Nice. So that's uh, why she's doing the tour. And we got lucky enough to be able to bring her to Jackson. Can I brag on something Please. That, you were, that you were referring to? Mm -hmm. It's my understanding, at least what I've been told in the last few weeks, that the Michigan Theater hadn't sold out a concert since the 70s or something until this fall. Wow. Well, 2017, they had Travis Tritt, which ironically okay. is this weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, I believe, is sold out. Yes, 2000, well, 1930, I think the theater was yeah. built. Mm -hmm. And so in their history, they had only had two sold out shows. Oh my gosh. One was 2017, Travis Tritt, okay. and then the other, the second one was John Michael Montgomery that we just had in November. Nice. And so now we've had a third sold out show with Jamie Johnson and Randy Hauser. <laughs> We're almost sold out yeah. with Drew Lynch, and awesome. this is headed towards a sellout because sell they've already sure. sold over 600 tickets in yeah. you know, seven days or six days. Wow. They That's actually it. did have a movie sellout. Oh. Do really? you know what that was? I'm gonna guess and say it was some black and white classic Charlie Chaplin thing. Super Sucker. It was oh. the Jeff Daniels. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for the yeah. premiere. <laughs> the premiere. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah, nice movie. Okay. But I talked to Stephen uh, Tucker last night, and he said he said they can't believe this. They've never mm -hmm. had tickets sell as many and as fast as they have uh, for these last few shows. That's I feel awesome. like there's a little bit of uh, like revenge entertainment you know like we haven't been able to do in mm -hmm. things for so long and we're ready so people are jumping on it uh, you know any opportunity but this seems like a really cool safe and comfortable environment for people too you know you're not putting thousands and thousands of people into one space right yeah obviously it's not an arena you know we're, right. we're limited to the capabilities that the Michigan theater has and I and I would agree with you I think doing shows in 2020 that were drive-ins and yeah. doing some shows in 2021 that were limited capacity yep. didn't give people that like ah, no. like that you know that I'm just able to enjoy and yeah. I think we're you know by the numbers you know with with everything I think we're trending in the right direction you know for things yeah. and I think you're right I think there's a lot of people who are like now going I can go back out yeah. now I can I'm ready I can, I'm comfortable I'm, I'm ready I can go to restaurants and do that yeah. kind of stuff and, I, and that's completely you know everybody's own personal choice and we want them to rachel don't we yes. we want them to go to our yeah. restaurants and come in and stay at our hotels as a destination for entertainment and yeah it's good stuff um and then i was gonna I'm, we're gonna tease it a little bit right because we can't announce it yet last mm -hmm. time i was on your show i told you we had an announcement mm -hmm. this was the one i couldn't tell you about yet we are going to announce another show on monday um <laughs> that is uh, I'm trying to think of like a tease like a I would I would say that maybe if you've been in the reality television realm yes. for a long time okay. this is going to yes. be incredibly exciting oh, okay. they have sold out mm. their last six or seven shows since 
being nationally recognized. Interesting. Yeah. And this would also be a Michigan theater event? Michigan theater. Oh. It'll be on April 22nd, so oh. we want people to save that date. That's oh, come Friday on. Why night. can't you tell us today? Uh, we'll just have to wait. Gosh. Uh, I don't want management of the, the band to get mad at me and then, you know. What's a band? Hmm. Oh, shoot. Dang it. Now I'm giving out too many, giving out too many secrets. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks it. A lot. Thanks, Rachel Absolutely. and uh, Scott. More of the morning show after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show, being brought to you by Vermeulens, Vermeulens Home Furnishings just west of the Westwood Mall, now in their third generation. As a family-owned and operated business, they take pride in helping people furnish their homes with comfortable brand-name furniture at affordable prices. I'm telling you, they're heading for a fourth generation. Their son, Link, asked me at lunch duty a couple weeks ago, where'd you buy your couch? Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me here today. Uh, it's been great. It's uh, Just nice who do you it. like? co-hosting with more me or Andy. Well, you can't ask questions like that. <laughs> He'll tell me off air, Andy. <laughs> well, I am excited I'll be back on Monday and we've got some great guests coming in. My own um, team member, uh, Jonna Maurer, who is a new agent uh, with the Broker House. So I'm excited to introduce her to your viewers. Uh, we're also gonna visit the Consumers Energy Robotics Fair. I'm always amazed at the things that come up over there. Um, and then Denise Owens from the Jackson County Fair. It's actually more fun to have you here. Hmm. So thanks. So much for coming Thank you, in. Bar. I'll Extra. give you that twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you got any big plans this weekend? Oh, I mean, we are getting into full-fledged sales season oh, mode. So work, work, work. Houses. Yep. And then we've got you know dance and horseback riding and all that other stuff. Mm. Not me. Just work for me. Well, How about have you? Have a great weekend. I'm going to try to get to the uh, home and garden show. Oh, I am going to yeah. go Friday night to that. So I'll see you there. Yes. Well, that's it for today. You'll be back here Monday with uh, those great guests and uh, Andy. He'll yes. be back from his uh, golf vacation. And later today, we hope that you can join us as we have Joyce, Joyce Derrett, Brandy Pierce, Kevin Oxley, Diane Washington, Stitch Nichols, Grace Teachout, and Rick Walton all lined up this afternoon. Thanks for watching. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Today we're at Jackson High School with Taher.